What up, what up, what up, beautiful people? You know what it is. Kenyatta Banks back in the building, inside the arsenal. And uh, it's a new beautiful day. So today I wanted to talk. So I don't even say talk, but whatever. You know what I mean. Um, I recently have posted on my Facebook. Yes, some of us still have Facebook. Um, that I wanted topics to speak on for the podcast. And so a bunch of people rattled off a bunch of things. Now, and I'm not knocking nobody because I'm not assuming that everyone knows, but I have been podcasting consistently since January of this year. So some of the stuff that people brought to my attention or wanted me to speak on has already been talked about. However, I felt like it would be cool to do like um, a read and response type thing, meaning I'm going to read what some people wrote and then I'm going to give my perspective, my answers and my thoughts to that. And so this will be a multitude, a plethora, if you will, of different topics, but probably in the same arena for the most part. Um, So I have a friend who's a fitness professional that I actually used to teach in her studio. And it brought back memories because a lot of times in this journey, people don't realize the trenches, you know what I'm saying? They don't understand. They just see the peaks. They don't, they don't understand the trenches and, and, and shout out to her for opening her own space. But she and I had just missed each other in a different facility where I had just stopped teaching there. And she came in and people loved her in the same regards that they loved me. And they said, they kept telling me, you guys have to meet, you guys have to meet, you guys are dope. And she had this small studio, you know, in the cut somewhere, Phoenix, like, you know, something to just start. Like people want to have their own stuff. And I agreed to go in there and teach in there, I think twice a week. And this is a few years ago. And, you know, eventually I couldn't teach there anymore. And she went her separate ways, but she's been grinding and getting all type of certifications. And so shout out to Carrie. Her name is Carrie. Carrie Lynn tapped on on Facebook and she's dope. We actually used to do events together too because she's one of the dopest um, Zumba instructors. I mean, she's one of the dopest people anyway, but one of the dopest Zumba instructors I've ever seen. And she can teach anything and be great at it. Her energy is ridiculously phenomenal. Um, At any rate, she said, what are your thoughts? So this is what she said. What are your thoughts on programs, formats, concepts, what makes some successful and some not? And what do you think are the right ingredients to make it happen? And my thoughts on that are there's always going to be something deemed or titled as new. But what I realized, and actually someone sat me down and told me this, is that it doesn't matter what your product is. Now, that's that's subjective. But he said, it's about the marketing. The marketing is what makes it new and whatever. And I'm saying this because I have literally created my own workout program. I've learned from some of the best in the business. And then I've seen videos that, you know, people will tell you, oh, we need, you know, fresh ideas, new ideas and new concepts. And then I see these videos and I'm like, that's the same thing y'all was doing before, but recycled. And these are the same things or some similar stuff to what I'm doing. So at the end of the day, a burpee is a burpee. A shoulder press is a shoulder press. A curl is a curl. And so at some point, it's about the person when it comes to formats, if you ask me. So new formats and concepts, I think, are are great. You know, people are creative and innovative. And whatever people have created to help people move 
and better themselves in their lives, I think is amazing. Now, I don't know all the new formats that are out because I really stopped following all that. You know, unless someone tells me, hey, you need to check this out or or check that out. I don't go searching for what's the newest, hottest thing um, because I don't need to. You know what I'm saying? I have my own. So I put my energy into my own ideas and my own creative. Nonetheless, she said, what do you think the ingredients to make it happen? One, marketing. Point blank, period. Um, it's the one thing that I really don't have. <laughs> and I know my videos are fire, but like without a marketing, uh, you know, I'm doing it myself essentially, but without some powerhouse, you know, and knowing all the marketing, it would be a game changer. Nonetheless, we build one brick at a time over here. So ingredients, one, I would say marketing. Two, I would say, I think you have to have and create a program you have to know what your 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 niche or people say niche it kind of drives me crazy because I always thought it was niche but if someone can correct me I'm I'm all for it um but you have to find out what your niche market is you know who are you catering to I used to think oh I'm catering to everyone everyone's not doing my arsenal program it's very intense so for that program in itself well that's more for either you're an athlete or you were an athlete or you really like to challenge yourself you know, but but you have to find the people that you want to cater to so that you can attract those people to, you know, your program and your style. The other ingredients are you as the as an instructor, as the fitness professional, as the leader. You know, I have an issue with people telling people what to do when they can't do it themselves. I really do. And I and I know in some regards that's that might sound, you know, I don't even know in unsensitive or or something like that, but like I'm not a fan of just staying there and tell people what to do. And I've been told, you know, oh, well, you're gonna burn yourself out. Well, I'll burn myself out doing what I absolutely love and giving off energy versus just standing there with a whiteboard and, and saying, hey, do this. And I'm not knocking you. If that's your style, that's your style. I just don't feel that way. Now I'm not gonna compete with you in the workout either. I'm there to help you, give you energy, show you form, and motivate you to push past your perceived limitations. Anyways, other ingredients, um, personality, uh, you know, purpose, passion, discipline, other ingredients is, you know, I like to have a, a multitude of people in my videos from all different walks of life, but that's my own personal decision. Um, I get tired of looking at videos and there's always, and and people could take this however they want, but there's always like the token black person. And I'm like, yo, man, like, come on. It's always that. And I'm like, nah, bro, we got to do something different. And so I'm like, have a realistic, I have a realistic audience or a realistic cast in my workout videos. I got ex-college basketball players, ex-college and professional football players, um, trainers, I have a, a a martial art tycoon in there, uh, moms. I have, uh, you know, bloggers and people from all entrepreneurs, a doctor. There's a doctor in there. So I got people from different walks of life and have all different body types. You know what I'm saying? So I think that you, you know, it's 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 up to you what you want if if you're looking at the ingredients. But I really think that, if you're going to create workouts and stuff like that, 
you better do it with purpose. I think that is the biggest ingredient, even though I say marketing is number one. You it better have some passion and some purpose behind it. Otherwise, it's going to get lost with all the other stuff and get washed out. Um, so moving forward, she said, what are your thoughts on the fitness trends of 2019? I don't know, really, because I don't. I'm, when I say I don't follow, I had to stop following everything and start creating. And maybe that's wrong, but I just feel like you either are a consumer or a creator when it comes to that. So you either just looking at what everybody else doing and just looking and looking and looking and looking and buying into that or you start to create your own. Now, there's people who could spark, you know, an idea for a new move or something like that. But I don't know what the trends are. I know that I love teaching hit. I know that's my like I love it and I love teaching strength and I love it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I don't know what the trends are for this year. And maybe I have to do that research. Um, but I feel like a workout is a workout is a workout. I don't think there's anything brand new that just came out of the woodworks. Aside from like they have the mirror now that you can work out in the mirror. Your trainer is essentially in the mirror virtually. And, um, you know, but still that's like, you know, one-on-one training or whatever. Um, I have seen the mirror. Uh, which I'm not opposed to. Like I would probably do that. You know what I'm saying? I would I would do the mirror and, and see if people would train with me in their house. I think that would be dope. Um, I seen the Peloton thing with the live class. I think that's amazing. Uh, but I do feel like that's dope for the people who can't leave the house or don't want to. They don't want to be in a group. But I am so in love with the energy and the feeling of being in a group setting in real life. Even though I see where everything's going, social media, they got virtual reality, um, workouts, all that. I, I think it's great. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, it's progressing, but I still like to be in a room full of people and feeling their energy and being able to hug someone when it's done. Not just get done and go run in the kitchen and make a shake, which nothing's wrong with that, but that's just me. Um, hmm. So shifting to the next question. <laughs> She also said thoughts on all these new master trainers in parentheses. This kind of ties in with the fitness concepts. What determines who is a master trainer and has the proper qualifications? Is it those who have a good personality, marketing team skills, and a large following? And she said, I personally take a step back from certain venues, platforms, because everyone is now fitness ambassador and therefore I feel Value is lower. What do you think? I will say this. I understand the feeling of, oh, my God, these fitness ambassadors are coming to the gym. And, and um, you know, those of, us, those of us who have been grinding and living this for years and building, I get how you can feel some type of way about that. Um because now people can be who they want to be on Instagram. You can find a girl who's just okay fit. Maybe she works out sometimes. All she got to do is post a couple of selfies in the gym and people want advice from her. And we have to accept that that's the world we live in, that people aren't just going to say, you know, um, I need a trainer. And what are your qualifications? People don't care no more. They're going to look at your body or your Instagram. Your Instagram is your resume and say, oh, I want to work with this person. If they feel like they can relate to you or they have some type of connection, or they just think you're attractive. 
that doesn't make it right or safe or anything like that, but it's where we are. You know what I'm saying? But I don't let those things discourage me because I know what I was put here to do. And I know that no matter what, you cannot be me. So when it comes to the master trainer thing, I'll be honest, I never liked the title. The title always bothered me. However, from learning other people's formats and teaching other people's formats, for anyone out there who wants to know what the qualifications are, I'm going to be honest. I think that there's certain things you must have, like a group X cert and, you know, maybe a personal training cert. That's maybe. Um, I know that from the experience that I went through, the hard part is like at the end of the day, like any other job, a lot of times it's about who you know and what they see and they what they see your value as. And I'll tell you guys this story. Story time. Years ago, I was blessed with the opportunity to be selected out of like 12,000 people who applied to be master trainers, the first ever master trainers for Insanity, uh, Hip Hop Hustle, and Turbo Kick. All beach body stuff. I was really happy on the beach body world. And I thought it was my dream. I really did. I was like, I've been doing these fit clubs. We got all these people. We changing lives. If I could just be a master trainer for insanity, that's what it is. Man, this is going to be great. And even prior to that, when I first got certified in another program, I, from jump, was like asking my mentor, how do I become a master trainer right out the gate? And she was like, <laughs> first, you need to teach a class. And I was like, oh. Humble thyself. You know what I'm saying? But my mind was like, nah, bro. Master trainer, they get to travel. Woo, 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 smoke and mirrors. So anyways, out of 12,000 or how many people applied, they accepted 40 of us to go to LA to be in the same room with Shalene Johnson. If you follow the fitness professionals, super trainers, as they will say, uh, Sean T. And um, I think that was it for the instructors, but there was the three formats, and every day it was literally like American Idol. We were in there. We had to, you know, learn stuff together as a group. You know what I'm saying? We had to um, stand in front of our peers and these judges, and they judged you on your appearance, what you look like. They wanted you to speak, and then they corrected. You know, for me, like is one of my filler words, so I still struggle with that. And they just broke you down, essentially. And then we had to go and take the classes with Shalene and take the classes with Sean T and whatever. And until this day, if you look up insanity certification, there's a, a commercial and I'm in the commercial. I didn't have hair then like that. I was a lot bigger um, muscle mass wise, but I had been teaching and I was felt like I was ready. Um, I loved everything about insanity and asylum and, and, and all that. So this is not a knock on Sean T or anybody. But when I was there, we had to break up in groups and teach. And I taught like I normally would. And people were like, yo, that was dope. The camera crew was like, yo, like, who are you? Like, you killed. So in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm about to be one of these master trainers. This is going to be dope. This is what I wanted. And not only did I not get it, which is fine. That only stung for like 2.5 seconds. But the other part of me was like, 
but no one told me why I wasn't, why I was not selected. Well, other people who I'm just going to be blunt and say they wasn't even on my level were getting selected. And I'm like, really? Really? That person? Really? But I can't bank on someone else believing in me more than I believe in myself or seeing my greatness more than I see it myself. And that was one of the biggest lessons. And that is not the only but part of why now there's an arsenal by Kenyatta, because I realized, nope, this is not for you to do. And the only thing that bothered me is that no one wanted to tell me why, because I'll work on something. If you say, hey, you need to work on this. This is what you're missing. I got zero feedback. I didn't even get the answer, like nothing. So when it comes to master trainer, the qualifications, I'm not sure anymore. Um, I didn't like the name, which I stated. And I think that people love titles and, and titles are earned. However, if you're going to be the master trainer of something, I feel like you need to eat, sleep, and breathe it. And if it's not your own, that can get real tedious and really draining and really just, you know, reckless at the end of the day. Um, And so I feel like what determines a master trainer, as Carrie asked, I think it, 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 it depends on how you see, view, and believe in yourself. And it also depends on your experience. How much have you been teaching? Do you know how to come up with something on the fly if need be? What do you do when the music cuts off in the class? Or what do you do when someone in your class has injuries or they can't feel their feet, which is a a girl I just met has no feeling in her feet, or they don't have a quadricep muscle, or they're 78 years old and they don't speak English. These are all things, that, or they got a prosthetic leg. These are all things that I've experienced that no one taught me. So what makes a master trainer is just up to the people who create the format to say, oh, this person is probably our biggest Kool-Aid drinker and they fit the bill and they probably not, they probably don't have the, the mindset or the drive to create their own thing. They will be perfect for us. And there's nothing wrong with that. If ever I decide to make Arsenal a thing that other people can teach, I'm not going to call them master trainers, but I would want those people, too, to represent myself in in the brand. And so, anyways, these questions came from Carrie. I appreciate you, Carrie, for sharing these questions uh, and your thoughts with me. She got some whole other stuff she sent me, but I'm going to digress and save some stuff for a different time. But I really think that If you're a fitness ambassador or whatever, a fitness influencer, it sounds cool. But from my experience thus far, for the influencers who have been in my class, they just have the luxury of using social media and mimicking workouts because there's videos of everything now. And if people like them, people like them. You know what I'm saying? But if you're an influencer, you better influence me. For me, I'm only speaking for Kenyatta. I better be influenced past how many push-ups you can do or what your booty looks like or any of that. Because eventually people are going to meet you in real life. So you can be an influencer, but us as fitness professionals, that doesn't mean that you can lead a class. 
That doesn't mean that you will be dope as an instructor. That means you just have good content online that people resonate with. And there's nothing wrong with that either because it's available to us all. So I'm not hating on anybody. I embrace it for what it is. But, you know, a real influencer will influence on levels way deeper than the physical. So anyway, that's my take on that. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, listening to me ramble and answer questions. I'm going to keep answering questions and keep throwing in story time on some of these. If I have any experience to uh, reference back to in in conjunction with whatever question was asked. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure you follow my Instagram, Arsenal by Kenyatta. Tell your friends, coworkers, spouses, side chicks, side dudes, tender favorites, hand hookups, whatever you into. Come follow me. Check out my website, arsonbykiana.com. Buy some merch, support the movement. Holler at your boy. Peace, love, and fire ants.